Yosip Gombau gone. Sacked by the Wanderers. So let's chat about it. It's Thursday the 19th of April. It's time for your daily dose of Sporting Agenda. Your audio edition of the Fox Sports homepage. The Splash with your host, Phil Pryor. And I'm joined as well uh, by Fox Football broadcaster Adam Peacock. Welcome, Adam. Phil, how are you, mate? Very well. And uh, Fox Football journalist for the website, Jake Rosengarden. First timer on the splash. How are we, mate? Yeah, good, mate. It's good to uh, pop the cherry on the podcast. Yeah, good. Get that uh, mic nice and close, mate. Uh, That's it. Yeah, there we go. There we go. We're in business. We're in business. It's your friend. It's your friend. Don't be scared. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. Uh, Boys, uh, look, there's a bit else going on, but uh, Josip Gombau has Mm. been kind of stunningly uh, uh, sacked uh, come season's end, Adam. Um, can you sort of elaborate on, on your reaction to, to this? Yeah, I'll go back a couple of nights. I was at the Wanderers Medal, um, lucky enough to, to go along there and, and host the evening. And yeah, right. it, it was just weird vibes. It was You, you walked in and the, the players were actually pretty relaxed and, and the chairman, the CEO were there. And they were, it was a really cordial night, except for one aspect is that the Joseph Gombau was there. And it just felt a little awkward. Um, he wasn't on the main table, and yeah, that's nothing against what the club do. do don't be, get me wrong, but it was just, you, you could notice there was a little, I don't know, gap between um, the, the coach and, look, the the players of the team aren't going to go up and get into like a, a boat race with him or go and have shots of tequila with him or anything like that, but there, yeah. there was just very little interaction between the playing group and, and the coach as well, and you just got this sense of awkwardness, and I thought they were going to have these discussions over the next week or so, and it was going to take. They're going to take their time with this decision, but obviously, it's a, a little preconceived. I think with mm. the, the fact that they have just made the cut really quickly. Gombau was there on the night, and there is one photo of, I think of 144 on the website of him being there at the night, so he does exist. But yeah, it was just a, a little bit of a weird vibe, and maybe looking back on it now, you don't realise it at the time. A bit of a premonition of things to come. Uh, Rosie, uh, that's his nickname, Rosie. By the way, yeah. I've got. Peacock, Rose, I've got the flora and the fauna covered uh, on today's splash. Uh, yeah, what was what was your reaction to this? And, and it, is, it, is it quite clear that the players were never really uh, on board with uh, Josip Gombau? Well, yeah, it's sort of conceived very quickly this morning. I mean, I'm sitting at the desk and uh, away we go. And sort of three, three lines, I believe, that the media release was from the Wanderers this morning, which sort of um, summed up how stunning this move kind of was. I mean... Yeah. Um, it definitely seemed throughout the season. Obviously, he came in after uh, four rounds. Hayden Fox was the interim after Popper sort of left pretty quickly on the eve of the season. Um, but it certainly, it certainly felt sort of midway through the season they were coming on board a little bit more. There was a period where they, they sort of boosted a little bit, I mean, towards yeah. the end of the season, especially over the weekend with that, that last-ditch loss to, um, to Adelaide mm. where, the, where the finals were on the line. So perhaps if they had come away with a result there, it would have... I mean, how could things have gone for Gombau? I reckon it, it could have just about saved him. But, it, I mean, how's the reaction been? Usually with stories like this, when they drop, you get the inkling that, yeah, that, that's the the public opinion about it. 99% or 90% of people say, yeah, cool, and the the story just plods along. But I'm I'm guessing that there's been a bit of reaction online well, to this this afternoon. From what I gauged, I, I felt as though um, a lot of people thought, it, well, it's not really his fault. He hasn't had a pre-season with this squad. Yeah. He hasn't built this squad. Um, and mm. he's sort of fallen on the sword here where Wanderers haven't really... Obviously, they're a club who have 
they're not, they haven't existed for that long and they've had a lot of success in, in recent years. But obviously he's sort of, he's been there, what, six months? Yeah. Six months. Yeah, and he's, yeah. he's already, the, the public are sort of going, well, how is it this guy's fault? It's, it's a hard thing to follow a club legend, a, a bit of an iconic figure like Tony mm. Popovich was. You saw it with Manchester United on a much grander scale with Sir Alex Ferguson. David Moyes comes in hard. Lou Van Hull comes in, didn't have it his own way either. He improved gradually and now under Mourinho they seem to be going in the right direction. Maybe not in the manner that they want to, but they're going in a direction which takes the club forward. And, and Wanderers, I think, that they, they got caught in, in that kind of, not mentality, but Gombau came in and he had a distinct style to Tony Popovich, and the players really struggled with it. Now, I'm not saying the players got him the punt, but they really struggled with it, and there were differences there, major differences, with players that have been there a very long time, and the players found it hard, and I think the years were open from the board in sympathy with the players, and that they took that on board. And other little things like you're hearing, and we haven't heard Josip Gombau's side of things, so it's a little unfair to say he didn't do this, he didn't do that, but I'm hearing, and I'd like to hear Josip's point of view of this in the next week or so, if he does indeed speak, that he wasn't engaging in terms of the, the youth academy. Now, Western Sydney Wanderers have one of the biggest and best emerging youth academies mm. In the entire country. It's amazing and it will continue to be amazing. They are going to produce that many players for not only the A-League but for Australians playing abroad. It's not going to be funny from that part of the country. They're doing it correctly. But Gombau wasn't exactly engaging, going to games and, and, and really yeah, feeling right. a part of it. Whereas Tony Popovich would go down to the under-13s and take him for a session in his yeah, spare time. Yeah. So that the differences there, which... The things that you don't really know until you're actually in the job, you can't really put that in the blueprint when you're in the job interview. It's mm. just the things you find out along the road. And um, in the end, uh, a collaboration of a series of events cost him his, uh, cost him his gig. Well, it's, it's, it's funny you bring up youth because uh, obviously Gombau had just pretty much signed off on Ruan Tongyuk and um, Bruce Kamau coming yeah. over to the club. Obviously, uh, players he'd worked with at Adelaide. So what happens to these players now? They've, they've signed up to go to the Wanderers. And... <laughs> well, they're, they're good enough to fit into any, any squad. So that's actually still a positive for the club that they're coming. But you're right, if the, the new guy comes in, and then they're going to have a new guy come in, and they've got to get him in quick smart within a month, I think, so he can really assess the club, and then he can tell the guys in the preseason that he doesn't want go. Don't get five, six weeks in, or with the case of Gombau, and that was outside of his control because he came in five, six weeks in, that you you kind of waste another season by the turnover of a squad. Get him in now, look at who you want, who you don't want, and move the club uh, in the direction that's, that, that wants that's, to go. That's very interesting though, Rosie, because it seemed like when Gombau came in, he, he took over everything that Popovich had set up, and, and they were all Pops players. Um, mm. And finally, Gombau has a chance to kind of remould things in the direction that he wants to go, but he doesn't even get to see, see that through. So it does seem... Very harsh, and I and I would hope that it, it doesn't come down to one game and one result that decided Gombau's fate, because that would leave a, a, a sour taste taste in my mouth if 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 last week's result uh, was different and that changed this outcome as well. I think he was in the balance, and it tipped it either way. Yeah, I, I think agree. it was that that uh, finite. I, you know. I think I think Gombau's reaction during the game actually sort of told the story. If you, when he know, kicked yeah, the he's gone. He's gone absolutely nuts on the hoardings. And um, see, first four weeks when he came in, he was just sitting there like a like a stunned mullet, basically. When bad things were happening, I was there the night they got trounced by Newcastle four 0 He sat there the whole time. And that's when Hayden Fox, after it, the assistant coach who was the caretaker before Gombau, he went, "I don't want a part of this. I'm out of here." And I think after that, the club they had a discussion. And the club said, "Joseph, you've got to get into it a bit more." 
that's what we are. That's what we are as Wanderers. We're not reserved. We're not <laughs> standoffish. They're a passionate bunch. We yeah. want to show. We want to see your passion play out to show that you care. I know it might be appearances, but that's what we are. So they went on a few dates, but it it it, it was just never going to work out. So in the end, may yeah. as well may as well just move on and, and get back on the horse. Hey, I'm hearing that they've um, they've downloaded German Tinder. And they're they're on that right now, and they're they're looking at a, a German bow. Perhaps. Okay, okay. Well, that yeah, the I whispers. Mean, yeah. <laughs> Where is it a full search now, or, or do they have someone in mind? Do you reckon at this early stage? There was a name that popped up. Um, What's his name? Uh, Dirk Schuster, who was at. Uh, he's now at Darmstadt in the second division, and I think they're going like bastards in the, the end of the second division. His name came up twelve months ago when the job came. Um, available, but it didn't quite work out the timing. His name was there, and there's another German coach who I can't find the name out of at the moment. Yeah. Rosie, I don't know if you've heard any names. It's hard, it's a hard thing to get out of uh, of clubs when they're they're on the hunt because then it pushes the price up in a different way that yeah. perhaps the club doesn't want or perhaps the manager doesn't want as well. So, yeah, well, well uh, in the, in the media at least they did state that they would be uh, conducting a review of this season before before making an appointment. So, yeah, but who conducts the review? That's what I got. Like, okay, it's great that they've got the CEO John Satsumas, fantastic operator. But do they get Ian Crook, who runs the the academy? Do they get some of the assistants in to do the review? You need the new guy to get to come in, watch all twenty seven games, give us a review, give us a thought, and that's that's how it should be done properly, in my opinion, because it's his opinion that really counts in terms of player personnel moving forward. Yeah, right. It's a very interesting one, and and it, and and that. It, it seems to make a lot of sense what you guys are saying. Maybe it just wasn't the right fit. Uh, but it's interesting that he sort of that Gombau didn't really sort of uh, get into the whole spirit of the Wanderers because he was such a um, a well known coach coming from Adelaide and what he did there, and um, a coach with no, certainly no shortage of charisma or uh, character, if you will. So it's a it's an interesting one. It just mustn't have mustn't have worked out, I suppose. In the end, it just didn't. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, Adam Peacock, uh, you, of course, uh, are familiar with his voice from Fox Football uh, on your screens and also the Fox Football podcast. Uh, so, Adam, we'll be back uh, next Monday, I suppose, with a, with another edition. And uh, Simon Hill and Daniel Garb will have their take on, on this one, I'm sure. Absolutely, yes. Uh, boys, very quickly, uh, we've also got two elimination finals this weekend in the... A-League, uh, Melbourne City up against Brisbane Raw. That's 3v6 this Friday night. Kick-off at 7.50. I need your tips uh, and why. Who wins and why? Melbourne City for me. Uh, if I had to give a scoreline, I would have to say... I'm going to go 2-0. I think, I think Bruno Fornaroli's form is just something that... Like, he's four in his last five and he's... He's in he's in great form. Obviously, coming off the back of a long injury, and he's back in business, and he's he's scoring like nobody's business. Scored an absolute cracker on the weekend, and I just don't see Brisbane shutting him down. They've got they've got Bowles back, but he's back in the squad. Hmm. Um, obviously, still missing a number of other centre backs in Papadopoulos and North. Um, but I just don't see them keeping him out. To be yep. honest, I'll go City two one. This is huge for Melbourne City. If they stuff this up, the, the season's viewed as a bit of a failure, even yep. though they finished yep. third on the ladder. They, they have to get this right because they stuffed up last time in an elimination final at home. I don't think they will. I think they'll just be a shade too good for, for Raw. And uh, this Sunday, 6 p.m. Australian Eastern Time, Melbourne victory. So both these games in Melbourne, uh, the victory are hosting Adelaide United. Uh, who wins and why, boys? Victory for me. Played These teams have played three times this year. Victory uh, hasn't lost. 
Yeah, they, um, they lost at home the the two one um, when they went down to nine men. Adelaide uh, at Etihad Stadium. Adelaide went down to nine men. Garuccio got sent off, and someone else got sent off. But you, you're right. The over time, Melbourne victory have had domination over Adelaide United, especially in finals as well. So. Um, Adelaide also haven't haven't won a final away from home. Yeah, in the history ever. Um, wow. Yeah, seven attempts. I yeah, believe. yeah, yeah. Um, and. Uh, victory on their longest stretch in their history, uh, winning streak at Amy Park. Yeah, I'll go victory. Wow. Um, I th- what, how many wins are they up to now? Five in a row. Yeah, okay. I, away from home this season, Adelaide have been a different side, especially against top six opposition. They've lost their, their last five against top six opposition, so um, I think it's going to be six, unfortunately, for them, and victory will get it. Very interesting. Adam Peacock, thank you very much for joining the Splash. What, you're, uh, you're on screen tonight as well? Nope. I'm nope. going home to do, what is it? Dancer Stedford uh, fallout into <laughs> soccer practice or football training uh, taxi duty. So that's my excitement for a Thursday <laughs> evening. Can't wait. Sounds a thriller. Yeah, yeah. Enjoy. <laughs> uh, Peacock, thank you very much. Jake Rosengarten, thank you very much uh, for both of you contributing today on The Splash. Cheers, yeah. Phil. Been a pleasure. Now, quickly, what else is going on in sport? Well, uh, the Cricket Australia is set to have a board meeting Friday. So uh, tomorrow, for anyone listening to today's splash uh, hot off the press, um, the process is to find a new head coach uh, that despite the fact that there's already strong uh, links uh, with Justin Langer, of course, the WA coach over there. Uh, but it's an interesting one because in a Cricket Australia statement, uh, on the speculation around the appointment of a new national men's head coach, uh, a Cricket Australia spokesperson said, the process to be undertaken for the appointment of a new Australian men's head coach will be discussed and agreed at the CA board meeting this Friday. No appointment has been made and nor will any candidate be put forward uh to the board for ratification on Friday. So while the media are already jumping to conclusions, um, Cricket Australia is suggesting that they're not even going to discuss any names uh, at the board meeting. So uh, make make of that what you will. Uh, I extremely doubt that no names would be uh, discussed in any length at a, at a board meeting. But anyway, there we go. Um, also in rugby league, uh, Wayne Bennett has refused to engage in speculation over his c- coaching future. And the Broncos being linked to Melbourne Storm uh, head coach Craig Bellamy. So uh, Wayne Bennett not interested in uh, discussing anything to do with that uh, topic uh, with the media today, um, despite the reports and the discussion that was had on NRL 360 last night. I think Paul Kent and James Hooper both made good points following Pete Bedell breaking uh, this one regarding what a good fit it would be for Craig Bellamy to take over after Wayne Bennett's contract is up at the end of the 2019 season. So plenty of coaching news right around, right across the different codes in Australian sport uh, at the moment. Um, So plenty of narratives to uh, follow. That'll do us on uh, this edition of The Splash. Uh, continue the conversation with myself on Twitter at Phil underscore prior. Until next time, that's a wrap. 